0: All uh, right, what's up?
1: What's up?
0: All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today on the podcast, we got the street champ, the street fighter himself, Mr. Grandin Roberts. On the
1: podcast. Yes, sir. Five and ten. Five and ten, baby. He's fine. <laughs> he never wrestled a match day in his life. <laughs> yeah, but he will
0: because he works for me, so it's okay.
1: Lose every time.
0: No, nah, you'll get there one day, champ. Um, <laughs> probably not. Uh, anyways we're reviewing raw 30 the 30th anniversary of raw it's been on tv for 30 years now if you don't remember i went back and watched the first episode of raw while brandon listened to me talk about the first episode of raw um that was something else that was hilarious i enjoyed the first episode of raw but now we're 30 years really later far
1: no it really was
0: and now we're 30 years later did it compare to the first episode of raw i guess you'll have to wait and find out if you didn't watch but anyways, we started off the show uh, with the then, now, forever together thing that WWE always plays. I wrote it down because just because it had more relevance for Raw 30. Um, but we really started off the show with Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster came out. Hogan, he came out. Um, Jimmy Hart also came out. I wrote that down too. Jimmy Hart was here. I don't know why, but he was here. Um hulk hogan did this class like what's up hulkamaniacs let, let me tell you something dude brother jack uh, i love this business some some, something um his mic kept cutting kept cutting out though which was hilarious i, I honestly thought he was cussing and that's why they kept cutting it out but he didn't cuss i just thought it was hilarious um and then he, uh, he said, what you going to do, brother, when, you know, uh, the Raw 30 runs wild on you? And then he mentioned the Eagles and everybody cheered for that. And then they showed a Raw video. I said, what a video, honestly. And then they went to the Raw intro. And then the bloodline was uh, here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Brandon, what did you think about Hulk Hogan coming out? Dude, let me tell you something, brother.
1: No, I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, like, cause it's like I mean, he's definitely changed. I mean, after seeing like, you know, some of his matches when he was younger, you know. Just well crazy. let me tell you something,
0: brother. The 24 inch pipe on Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was funny. Um no, but it was great seeing him again though.
0: Anyways, the bloodline came out. The people popped out,
1: they they loved the bloodline,
0: uh, they were cheering. Uh, and then yeah, this was a this was a court case to determine if Sammy Zayn was uh, still part of the family or if he's a traitor. Um I just like to point that out. That's what the segment was. I was so confused, but it's here.
1: Same here though. Same here. Like I was, I didn't know what they meant. Like and what was like the reason for attacking him like that? You know. Yeah,
0: it is. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, they showed a video from SmackDown where Sami Zayn didn't help Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. And uh, yeah, they're having a tribal court. That's what it was called a tribal court. And uh, Roman says, Philadelphia, acknowledge me. And the crowd goes wild. It yeah, was pretty cool. Uh, we got ECW chants in the building for Paul Heyman's company back in the day. And then Paul Heyman said, ECW's dead. And I hope Sami Zayn dies. And I said, damn. It's tough. Yeah, that was pretty wild that Paul Heyman just said he hopes Sami Zayn dies.
1: Like, God damn.
0: Yeah. Um, the fans then chanted Sammy a lot. They're, they're, they're big behind Sammy at this point. Um, Paul Heyman said that Sami Zayn is a Judas. He turned his back on the trap He's a Judas and he wants him to die. He didn't also say he should die again, but I'm going to add that after every time Paul Heyman talks about it. Um, he said Sami Zayn has been in cahoots with Kevin Owens since day one, and he should die. Um, and then Paul Heyman said that Sami Zayn is like the Eagles. They give you all this hope, but they let you down. He said the Eagles are going to lose to the 49ers and Brock Purdy. The Eagles suck, and Sammy Zayn's gonna die. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so before I get into what they did next, what do you think about Paul Heyman saying that Sami Zayn should die, and that the Eagles suck and they're
1: pretenders? See, I I don't know. See, because I mean, like in the whole court case going, like I started feeling for like Sammy I was like, I was like, damn, you know, he doesn't really deserve all this like hate, well, you know. Well, that's really? the whole point
0: of this, to get the crowd behind Sami Zayn. Um, and then Paul Heyman showed a bunch of videos of why Sami Zayn's a traitor. All great videos, by the way, by Paul Heyman. I don't know where he came up with these, but he pulled them out. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, and then uh they go to uh Sami Zayn and ask if he's got anything for this. These videos that show proof that he's a Judas, a traitor, and he should die, according to Paul Heyman. Uh Sami Zayn then said, I don't got anything, my feelings are hurt. And he whined like a little cry, baby. He said, My feelings are hurt. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and then he said, My defense is that I got no defense. I said, Yeah, he's stupid he's idiot. Uh and Roman Reigns is pretty pissed that Sami Zayn won't fight for a uh, fight for his job as a, being a weirdo around these people. Um yeah, and then <laughs> Solo Sokoa is about to give him the uh the, the Samoan spike and then Jay Uso steps in and he said, you know what, I got my own video for you. And I said, Oh brother, no. Uh then yeah, Jay played a bunch of videos of Sami Zayn saving the bloodline. I said, yeah, this is stupid. Go back to Sami Zayn going to die. <laughs> uh, that's what it is. This was great. Um, but, no, it, honestly, this was really good. Um, Jay said that Sammy has taken bullets for all of them, and he's bulletproof. Uh, he said that they're family, and Jay said he loves Sammy. Uh, he loves Sammy like family. The fans chant Sammy Uso at them. Uh, Roman says that Sammy, he, uh, he finds Sammy not guilty, but only for now. Sammy and Jay hug, and I wrote down, Corey Graves is in a red suit. Uh, what, so what did you think about this whole thing?
1: I, I actually did enjoy it like I was you know like I, I like I said I was on Sammy's side you know it was like it it, it really was you know very touching kind of to see the whole you know thing unfold even though I was very confused at why you know they thought he was a traitor from the beginning you know but
0: well i i, I... You obviously didn't watch the videos produced by Paul Heyman, that's why they think he's a traitor. Come on, man, keep up with the show. But um, if you would have watched Paul Heyman's videos, you would have known that Sami Zayn a traitor. Come on. Um, But no, I mean this was pretty enjoyable. I was really confused because I didn't realize the first hour first hour of Raw was commercial free. I was like, when are they going to commercial? (laughs) This is taking forever.
1: Wait, is that why? Because I was wondering why a single commercial didn't come on.
0: Yeah, the first hour they were commercial free. I was like, "This show's thirty minutes in, and I didn't see a commercial yet." Come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not that I need the commercials, but that's when I like look at Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Like, I like I do need some commercials at some point so I can scroll through Twitter. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it was a good little thing here. Corey Graves wearing a red suit, and then we went straight into the tag team championship match with the Judgment Day against the Usos. Um, the boys are here. That's what I write down every time the Judgment Day shows up. I love this group. Um, Corey says the Judgment. If the Judgment Day win, the Dominic Mysterio is going to bring out the good stuff. Uh, yeah, you're right, Corey. Um, Corey makes a lot of Dom is a con uh, jokes, which I love. I love Corey Grace. Anytime he makes jokes about Dominic Mysterio being a convict, I'm a big fan of it. Honestly. <laughs> um, the fans booed Dom lot. Roman Reigns was watching the match backstage. Um, Priest jumped over the top rope, which, I, it was cool, but Brandon, I don't know if you noticed this, when Priest jumped over the top rope, the guys had to stand there and look at him, which I hate that. Like, come on. if it's so stupid. It makes wrestling look even more fake. Like, come on. We've already had people tell you wrestling is fake multiple times, but now they're just watching a match and you got no, it's fake. Come on, people. Don't do crap you don't know how to do. Or, don't do crap that makes wrestling look fake. That's that's my whole thing. <laughs> um, but I don't know if you noticed that. It may have just been me.
1: <laughs> I didn't I really know. notice it that much. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: I just hate it. I just... Will dive out of the
1: ropes. He's so stupid.
0: Um, but anyways, um, yeah. Uh, Finn Finn Balor got caught trying to cheat, and he got thrown out of the match. He got thrown out. Um, Priest really carried for Judgment Day here. Uh, not only because he's the better worker, Dominic also. Uh, I'm I mean, I love Dominic. He's pretty cool in his like new little role that he's got. But Dominic must not be able to like carry a match at all for like five minutes because they don't let him wrestle more. As, in, like, three minutes without him getting out of the ring. It's insane.
1: No, like, that was crazy, though. Like, the whole match went on forever, too. Well, yeah, because there was no commercial break. Yeah, I was, like, really confused. And yeah. it was like, oh, wait, what was the whole point they couldn't, uh, because, like, the whole... Who's the woman, like, on Judgment Day?
0: Oh, Rhea Ripley.
1: Yeah, why couldn't they, like go with her, like, go against her.
0: Because you can't hit a woman. That's that's kind of, like, the whole thing there.
1: So, it's like, that's why, like, because I remember, like, towards the end of the fight, like, she just, like, stood there, and they couldn't do anything to her. And then, I think it was, like, Priest came out of nowhere, and, like, destroyed both of the Uso brothers.
0: Yeah, but I, yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, but one of the Usos came went out of the match. Jimmy is Jimmy. Jimmy. uh supposedly hurt his knee uh, jumping out of, jumping out 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 of the ring. Um, so Jimmy has to uh, be replaced by Sami Zayn in the match. And I thought this was great. I said, okay, this is where the Usos lose the raw. This is where the Usos lose the raw titles. So you get the raw titles back on the Raw. They lose. Sammy eats the pin for the for the Usos. And then it sets up that Roman is pissed at Sammy so he can finally turn on Sammy because we can't have Sammy in the bloodline forever. Because that makes no freaking sense at all. So I really thought this was a good Yeah, because
1: isn't, isn't like the whole bloodline supposed to be like Samoan or something? Yes. And I
0: thought, okay, that this is how we're gonna set up Sammy getting kicked out of the bloodline. Maybe they'll do it Saturday at the Rumble. But I thought this was the perfect place to do it. Obviously, they didn't think that. Uh, the Usos won. Sami Zayn got the pin for him. He pinned Dominic, too, which is freaking insane, by the way. Like, and because we all know they're setting up for Dominic versus his dad at WrestleMania. So you have to make, I mean, you have to let Dominic win some matches against good people, too, by the way. And uh, But that's a whole other thing. And they're making Ray looks 52 on SmackDown. So whatever. Uh, yeah, the I wrote on the Usos did a lot of super kicks. I don't know how I feel about them at this point anymore. I've seen a lot of the Usos and it's gone downhill for me. I mean, granted, their gimmick has gotten better, but it, it's just gone downhill for me. Uh, but yeah, the Usos won. What did you think of the Mads, Brandon or Brandon?
1: I, I keep thinking of the Usos win a lot, you know, it's, they kind do. Just, it's just kind of repetitive at this point. I, well, I don't mind them winning
0: a lot, but they do like a lot of like. They do too many super kicks, and
1: it's like it's all the same stuff. Yeah. Um.
0: Anyways, um. They go backstage, and it's JBL, his buddy Baron Corbin, or his protege Baron Corbin, and they go and they see the Godfather, and they're, they're, the Godfather used to be a bouncer, because <laughs> that's the thing. Um. He used to be a bouncer, so of course the Godfather is bouncing uh, at a door. You can't see what the door is, but it's a door, and Baron Corbin is not on the list at all. He's just not on the list. He can't get in this super exclusive club. You can't see what it is, but it's super exclusive club. Trust me. Um, yeah, and then the owner comes out, and it's Ron Simmons, JBL's old tag team partner back in the day. Uh, and JBL says, can you check the list again? And Baron Corbin hands him a lot of money, and they're like, oh, you're on the list now, Baron. And yeah, that's pretty funny. And then they go to the door, and it's just a door. <laughs> which is hilarious because it's just a door uh, so yeah it was just a door and yeah uh, yeah okay so so what did you think about that backstage thing I, it's, it's funny because they used to do that back in the day with JBL and Ron his tag team they just have a door for, for some random reason it's pretty funny but yeah what did you think about the whole you know the Baron Corbin can't get into this club because we don't know who he
1: is I thought I thought it was pretty funny I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um they
0: yeah, they showed some photos from old Monday Night Raws. And then LA Knight came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he says. Yeah. Um LA Knight comes out. And LA Knight says that he is not afraid of Bray Wyatt. And LA Knight calls out any of the legends in the back, brother. He didn't actually say that he should have. He calls out any of the legends in the back. And nobody comes out. LA Knight says, yeah, that's why you all suck. You can't lace my boots, even though I don't wear boots because I haven't wrestled a match yet. Yeah. And he kept saying yeah a lot. Crowd likes the yeah thing. And then The Undertaker's music hit. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it stopped. And I was like, oh, well, maybe Undertaker got beat up by somebody in the back. That makes sense. <laughs> and then the American Badass music played. I was like, oh, it's going to be Biker Taker. Okay. And Biker Taker came out, LA Knight, and kind of, you know, walked around the r- ring for a little bit. Um, Undertaker was really struggling to get his bike moving.
1: <laughs> in the he didn't know, like, kept going around the circle. And I was like, but taking, like, choppy like moves. I was like,
0: damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, LA Knight said, hey, cut this music. Nobody wants to hear this, dude. Uh, where? Why are you out here, Undertaker? And he's talking about, you know, under went on the Joe Rogan podcast like a, a year ago and said that the locker room sucks. All these dudes, when dudes play video games and look at their match ratings, like, come on, y'all are idiots for that. He said, y'all wouldn't pull out knives like I did back in the day. And LA Knight said, yeah, I agree with what you said on Joe Rogan, bro. And guess what? I'm not one of these sorry losers in the back. I said, yes, go in on them, LA Knight. And he said, but brave Wyatt is. I was like, okay, sure. Do I really believe Bray Wyatt is a loser in the back who plays video games? Probably not. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, L.A. Knight said, you know, he's going to give Undertaker a pass for coming out here because, you know, he's an American badass, so-and-so-and-so. And uh, he, he's going to walk away, and then the lights go out, and Bray Wyatt is here. Uh, yeah. L.A. Knight back into the ring. Taker chokes him just passes them off to Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt hits his finish. This sister Abigail. And the fans chanted, holy shit. Yeah. So what did you think of that? Obviously, you told me beforehand you loved the Taker stuff. Um, no, I
1: really did. I really did. Like, it was honestly probably my favorite part of the entire show. Just because, like, it was really nice to have that, you know, with the, you know, Taker, like, You know, choking out like LA night, like you said. Like, I really liked how they added that and then him passing on to Bray Wyatt. You know, I I
0: was really happy that they didn't have Undertaker jabroning out LA night because I was really expecting that because that's what they've done in like, you know, like raw anniversary pasts.
1: Yeah. They've had
0: like, they've had pretty promising young guys. Now, granted, some of these young guys may have not like, actually had a chance to be successful in the wwe but you know somewhat young people like get jabronied out by legends it's like uh, okay you just killed all their momentum that they had but okay so i'm happy he didn't get jabronied out by taker but i'm also not happy he got jabronied out by bray wyatt
1: (laughs) yeah no like no like that that was i kind of felt bad for him not gonna lie but honestly i was just like I, i was so i was just so happy that like Taker was able to do the little choke out thing and I was like yes you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I thought they I thought they should have just had LA Knight like run away because it was two on one he's the bad guy here come on just have him run away Bray Wyatt will get get him at the pay-per-view or if anything have LA Knight you know like low blow the Undertaker and have Bray Wyatt chase him like come on I, 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 uh, that was my stuff on it um and then we went back to the poker game. I didn't write down much about this poker game, but I know we went back to it. Um, you yeah. know. Anyways, we moved on. It was Bailey, the role model. I love Bailey. Shout out to her. Um, I, I really thought she was gonna get her groove back. I was excited for this match. I was like, okay, this is where Bailey this is where Bailey gets her groove back as a wrestler. I'm excited versus Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch got attacked by damage control before the match started, and then it wasn't even a match. I was excited for it too. Uh, Brandon, you can tell me what you think. I know you're a big Becky fan here.
1: No, okay, uh, that okay, okay, that was complete bullshit. I was so I, I was like I was so pissed about that. I was like, oh hell no. I was like, I was like, this was supposed to be just Becky and Lynch and um and Bailey, but no, they brought up all of Damage Control against Becky, and I was like and a cage match and i was like are you kidding me you know yeah, and they like it, you know like when they like bolted the door and all that i was like are you kidding me i was like I, yeah. ha- I almost like almost threw my phone i was like i was like i was like i'm done i was like i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah it,
0: i mean it doesn't help that and Bailey, the fans care about a little bit, but the other two people she's with, the other two girls, the fans couldn't care less about at this point. They're over them. They don't care. They don't get reactions. I mean that that that's a problem. Um, so I was excited for Becky and Bailey to go one on one in the cage.
1: Exactly.
0: Because I mean, anytime they lower the cage, the cage, you know, it gets some music, and the fans, you know, they get they go a little crazy. When the cage starts coming down, I was like, OK, the fans are going to care about the match. It's going to be good. Uh, you know, these two are. They've been in the business for a while. It's going to be good. And this will help Bailey get her mojo back. Maybe they do this at the pay-per-view at the Rumble on Saturday. Maybe that's what they're going for, because I know. Um, I know this match actually got cut because uh, cut out the show because they didn't have enough time in the show. Oh, uh, is
1: that why they just had damage control come out and? Yeah, because and they, like, because
0: they went over the time. Maybe I, I'm guessing that the 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 USO court went over how much time
1: it was supposed to be. Oh, uh, so you're saying that it, that match shouldn't have taken that much time? No, like no, 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 like
0: the Tribal Court, because that's not what actually was supposed to happen on Monday Night Raw. Because you remember last week they told us. That it was going to be an acknowledgement ceremony,
1: exactly. Yeah, like so. I'm... I and
0: they changed it.
1: So I don't know. It
0: was, it was it was a weird show. It was a weird start to begin with that they changed some stuff. But um, yeah, they showed more raw pictures after this, and then we got D-Generation X. They came out. We got another DX reunion. I wasn't as hyped about this as I have before in the past because we literally just saw them like not too long ago they just had a reunion, but they were here again. Um, Kurt Angle came out for it D- came out with DX for some random reason. he was also there. Um, Kurt Angle, they were also confused by it. and Kurt Angle said that he's always wanted to be a generation X. So he has this little shirt. and then Sean says he has to pass a test. And they were about to do the, let's get rid of this, okay, and then Imperium came out. Imperium is led by Gunther Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Rizzi. I don't even know that dude's name. But um, Ludwig Kaiser says that uh, they suck, shame on them. Gunther calls them degenerates, and uh, he's going to bring back the prestigious of this pro sport. And I said, there you go, Gunther, you man. Um... Triple H because they were that they, they basically asked if anybody could he beat them up. I was like, oh, here we go. Imperium is gonna beat the crap out of DX. I said, Yes, this is what we need. Imperium beating the crap out of people to make them look like legit dudes. I said, Yeah, that's great. And uh, Triple H said that he wouldn't find them because he's retired. HBK said that he was too old, or Shawn Michaels said that he was too old. X Pog said that he had shin splints. Uh, Road dog said that he wasn't going to fight him, and Kurt Angle also said that he would not fight them. I was like, okay, so now they're legit going to beat him up and force them out of the ring. I said, yes, this is cool. And then Triple H was like, we should, if we had somebody here to help us. And then Seth Rollins came, and I was like, no, why? I was what? so hyped I
1: mean, about that. I mean, yeah,
0: this went in period, like, okay. We could have put Imperium over. We could have put them over as legit bad guys, and who the fans would have hated because they would have beat up DX and Kurt Angle. We could have actually kept the women's match on the card and we just would have cut out this meaningless DX, uh, Seth Rollins and Street Profits match. We could have we could have cut that out. I like it was cool, but I didn't get to
1: see it. Um, no, nah, yeah. I was so hyped when I saw Seth Rollins come out. And then they said, well, you know, Seth, we don't want you to be alone, so we're going to put the, you with the Street Profits. And then the no, street they profits.
0: were like, Seth, it'd be great if you had somebody else. If You had a tag team with you. And then the Street Profits came out. And then Teddy Long came out to make it a tag team match play a holla holla holla. And then um, Kurt Angle said that he has an idea, and Kurt Angle had a ref shirt on under his DX shirt, which... He had his DX shirt under his red shirt. <laughs> uh, it was but, yeah. really
1: kind of funny. And yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious.
0: Um, but yeah, then we move on to this match. Jerry Lawler was on commentary. Absolutely love Jerry Lawler. We should put him on commentary more. Jerry Lawler just made fun of Kevin Patrick. That's what I paid attention to most in this. Jerry Lawler made fun of Kevin Patrick. He said, I don't remember meeting you, Kevin. And Kevin's like, No, we met before. We were on the pre show, like a lot. And Jerry said, You know, I don't remember your face, but your breath smells a lot familiar, and it's not very good. I said, yes. There you go, Jerry. You demand. And then uh, he added, Jerry Lawler asked Corey Graves if he thinks Kevin Patrick will make it to Raw 31, and he laughed at that. Um, it was a good match. Seth won for the, the for Seth and the Street Profits. What did you think of this match? Obviously, it was good. I was paying attention to the commentary because I don't, I, I mean, this match was cool, but I didn't care about it.
1: I liked it. I liked it. It was uh definitely a lot of action, you know. Like I mean, it kept just going pretty pretty went pretty well back and forth with Seth Rollins getting his ass beat, but then, you know, coming back. You know. I mean, yeah. Imperium Imperium put uh up quite a fight, you know. And, you know, but Seth Rollins and the Tree Prophets, they also put up pretty much quite a fight too. It was, pretty good
0: match yeah it was good um yeah it was good
1: um and then we went to
0: the poker game again we were playing another poker game uh so yeah um in this poker segment that they had uh baron finally won in a poker game and then um irs came out and he said taxes or he said remember to pay your taxes and then irs took all their money and then ron simmons said Damn. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. So, what did you think about this, Brandon?
1: I was—I've always been confused about the whole poker game thing. You know.
0: Well, I—it's—it's it's something they always do on like Raw Legends Night. They bring out the because that's a good way to get all the legends there that you advertise, and you just play a poker game with them all.
1: Uh makes sense. Because I was—I was i was just i was just like, wow, you know, because like for someone doesn't who's just started on like whole WWE you know like it was really confusing <laughs> yeah um
0: they showed more raw pictures then we got a Bobby Lashley interview Bobby Lashley said the match was no no DQ because he doesn't want any any excuses for Austin Theory when he loses and yeah, he could do anything to Austin Theory then MVP came out or he comes up to Bobby Lashley and Bobby says the MVP should let him handle his business tonight, and he doesn't need to be there for it, which that will come back to haunt him later in the show. But we'll get to that later. Anyways, it's Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair came out with his little. Yeah, yeah, he did his thing. Yeah, Ric Flair.
1: It's a nature boy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nature boy. And Rick said, uh, "The fans they keep the light shining brown. Yeah, he did a lot of things. He said the fans keep the lights shining. Uh, Ric Flair said that Raw is forever. And he loves them, and then he said, you know what? I know you guys love me so much. Why don't you let me introduce you to my daughter? And he said, hey, it's the 14th time women's champion Here is It's the greatest, the greatest women's of all time. Charlotte Flair. Then Charlotte Flair came out. I was like, oh, Lord. I mean, I like Charlotte Flair, but I don't need to see her all the time. I, I don't watch SmackDown for a reason. <laughs> I don't need to see Charlotte until the pay-per-view comes up She's
1: um, pretty Charlotte, good, though. I mean, yeah,
0: she's good. She's a player, of course. She's good. I, like Charlotte, like years ago, Charlotte was pushed down, Charlotte was always the champion. Where I'm at the point, I don't need to see Charlotte until the pay per view, and then I can watch Charlotte. But I don't need to see Charlotte on the weekly TV show. That's why I don't watch SmackDown. I don't need to see Charlotte's player. That's
1: actually interesting, though. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, Charlotte Flair said that she's the most decorated athlete of all time. That's something else, right there. That that's a hot take. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, she's cocky, you know? yeah.
0: Um, then Bianca Belair came out, the Raw Women's Champion. Then Sonya Deville came out, and Sonya just roasted the crap out of both of them. It's a shame that nobody cares about Sonya, but it's something else. Um, so Sonya was pretty good here. Sonya was actually the best out of all of them, to be honest. Which is insane. Um, then a fan randomly said, We don't care. I think it was like a little kid too. He said, We don't care. <laughs> I said that sums up Sonia Deville's career at this point. We don't care. <laughs> oh Lord. But yeah, so so what'd you think before we get into the match? What'd you think of uh, Sonia? Obviously, I have a high. I think she's good on the mic. She was pretty good at this whole time. She's been pretty good for a while, but of course, nobody really cares about her, which is unfortunate. I I mean,
1: I I, I thought it was a good match, you
0: know. No, not the match. We're talking about her talking on the match. Oh, her talking?
1: talking Before the match? Yeah, before the
0: match. Obviously, we know Charlotte's the coggy girl. But you know, Sonya, she holds her own. I mean, I think she does better than Charlotte on this. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? I mean,
1: I I like Sonya. I like never seen her in my life. But like you know, I like her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Then we got to the match, and I didn't watch the match. I didn't care because I've actually seen this match at least ten times, and I don't care. I which shame i just talked about how nobody cares about sonia and it's a shame that nobody cares about her and then i go and do the same thing and i don't care about it, her entire match
1: <laughs> i watched uh, i watched uh, a little bit of the match yeah uh, it, was I pretty mean, good. it was it was pretty good i mean it was like of course you know bianca was like beating her for like the first segment and then sonia started coming back and like Beating Bianca, and I think Bianca ended up winning.
0: Yeah. yeah, I yeah, she did. I wrote down. I wrote down before the match. I honestly don't care about this match because I've seen this match so many times, and I know Bianca's gonna win because she wins every time. And then what happened? Bianca Belair won. <laughs> yeah, I was looking through. Yeah, it. I
1: mean, it was it was close. I mean, it was closer than what I thought. I thought Sonia was gonna get destroyed from the very beginning, but. She, well, held your, um, she
0: held her own. Though. Yeah, Bianca then got a microphone and said what she did to Sonya Deville. is just a preview of what she's going to do to Alexa Bliss at the Royal Rumble. Uh, Alexa Bliss showed up on the Titantron on the big screen or whatever. Alexa said that she doesn't need anyone to help her as she to win the match. And then we saw a Cody Rhodes video. In case you didn't know, Cody Rhodes come coming back at the Rumble. Cody Rhodes is coming back at the Rumble. Cody Rhodes is coming back at the Rumble. There you go. As they need to know. <laughs> Because it, that's what we talked about last week too when they when they put on Cody at the Cody on the big screen. That's all I told you, right? That's all you need to know Cody's coming back at the rumble.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, also I said so you getting that neck tattoo if Cody wins. Hell no. Come on, that's a lit neck tattoo. Hell no, 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 no,
1: no. Okay, uh, my pain it. tolerance, my pain tolerance on like anything a. Up- like neck and above is, I have a super high pay tolerance, or no super yeah. low, or yeah. I don't know. I feel the most pain in those areas. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? What?
0: Cody's coming back at the Rumble.
1: <laughs> oh no! Shit! No! No way! No way! Yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Cody.
0: Cody's gonna be back at the Rumble, so you need to know uh but anyways we moved on they showed more raw pictures and then guess what guess what happened next uh cody came back no you're wrong come on man hey, this is the show the miz was out here and get but guess who beat the miz uh, well guess who beat the miz on this first match back on mother night raw
1: wait are we talking about this this time or like a different time
0: Dude, guess who beat the Miz in this first match back on Monday Night Raw?
1: I don't, I don't.
0: Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes to come back at the Rumble, just in case you didn't know, Cody's back. So watch the Rumble. Cody is back. Anyways, the Miz, he did come out here, and yeah, Miz, Miz is upset that he is not on Raw thirty. He said, "I didn't get a match. I didn't get a title shot. I didn't even get Miss TV. And I hate this. So I'm gonna get my time. I'm gonna do me." And then Kevin Owens came out and hit the stunner on him. I said, "Why is this dude like? Like, uh, what's special about this dude? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Owens, honestly. That was a whole other thing. But uh, just uh, Kevin took the mic and said he's gone." He said he's going to beat Roman. Roman's been holding the title hostage. Some, some, some. I don't care. What did you think about
1: Kevin Owens?
0: I, I hate this.
1: Uh, I, don't know, I I, I, st- I still like him. I still like Kevin Owens. I mean, he's not, he's not a bad
0: wrestler. He's just not a believable, like, are we really supposed to believe that he's beating up the bloodline by himself? Is that really what I'm supposed to believe? That this average-looking white guy beat up a whole athletic Samoan family by himself.
1: I mean, he's not like ripped but or jacked at all, but he's fat. He's fat. That's what he is. He's chubby. I'd say he's chubby. Okay,
0: he's chubby. So this chubby white dude is gonna beat up six athletic Samoans by himself. Is that in actually is it five? Is five and Sami Zayn a solo Roman? The Usos, Solo, Roman, The Usos. So, four athletic Samoans. And Sammy's Zayn. he's he's going to beat all of them up by himself? Is that what I'm getting at? Is that what I'm supposed to believe? Beating up the I Samoans.
1: mean, according to the WWE universe, I guess so.
0: Yeah, the way Triple H writes this crap. Yeah, Triple H said, you believe this? I'm glad Johnny Gargano wasn't. I'm also glad Mustafa Ali wasn't on the show. I was going to have to turn it off if Mustafa Ali showed shut shut up on the show.
1: I wish Rikishi was, was better. Right.
0: The whole thing about Rikishi is you see his butt. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know about Rikishi. That's like the whole thing Rikishi does. Anyways, yeah, we finally got to the main event. It was Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley in that no disqualification match. It wasn't a bad match. It was, it, I mean... They really didn't use a whole lot of weapons. I don't know why. I mean, I know why they made it, no disqualification. But really, they didn't use a whole lot of weapons. Uh, Whatever. But anyways, the only thing that was really cool in this match was Brock Lesnar came out. And F5 both Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. And when he f 5 Austin Theory, Austin landed on Bobby Lashley and won the match. So there you go. Brock's back. I don't know why, but Brock is back. Yeah. So what did you think? About Brock Lesnar coming back.
1: uh it was interesting. Interesting. It's kind of pretty much. It was, it was weird, but interesting.
0: Like, okay, what is this leading to, though? Like, okay, this is happening too soon. To this ha- is happening too soon to for this to be at the Rumble. So I'm assuming it's going to be the next
1: pay per view, maybe. Or, I mean, a next, or a next Royal Rumble or something no no it can't be of the next Rumble
0: no that's, that's a, over a year away I'm just, it, it's a little too far for Mania I don't know I don't know what they're doing with this there's a lot of, this, that comes with a lot of things in the Triple H era of running Monday Night Raw I don't know where they're going with any of this like I don't know where they're going with Bailey and Becky Lynch I don't know where they're going with the Brock coming back I don't know I don't know where they're going with Roman and Sami Zayn like you just got a bunch of stupid stuff going on.
1: Lately. Yeah, like the whole... What are they going to do with the like, Uso brothers, you know?
0: There's it, just a lot of stupid stuff going on in the show. Anyways, what did you think of the show in total? Obviously, it was much better than last week's snooze fest they put out. But, you know, that's not saying much.
1: I liked it. I actually did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it was... It was definitely... Uh, I'd say one of my favorite episodes I've seen, you know, you but I seen just... like
0: three episodes.
1: <laughs> that that's true, that's true, but, you know, out of all the episodes I've seen, definitely one of the favorites, you
0: know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, this show, this show is good, but it wasn't great, I mean, like, it's Raw 30, you brought all the legends back, and your show was just good, I don't know. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to look at the ratings real quick that the show got. But like, I don't know, man, I was, I was, it was a good show, but I was expecting, I was expecting more. So, okay, what, I mean, so what do you think the TV show rating was on the show? Or how many people do you think watched? Oh,
1: um, I'd say a million. No,
0: 2.3, 2.3 million. That's how many, which is the highest it's been in over two years.
1: 2.3 million.
0: Yeah. 2.3 watched on, te- on TV, 2.3 mil Which It's insane. Um, because that's higher than it's been in two years. As I said, um, for Monday night, raw at least. And which, which is sad that it should have been better. And it was a two point three, but I mean, this is just... I. I'm glad we all got that rating because the Triple H era has been a complete crap show so far. Because I think like weeks before they had had one of the lowest rated. I think they had the lowest rated quarter in history of Monday Night. It's insane.
1: Oh, the episode that we watched that sucked.
0: No, like, uh, this was before we started watching it again because I was gonna watch it, but then they got the lowest rated quarter or quarter in history of Monday Night Raw. It's like, hell no, I ain't watching that then. Um, but no, this was before we started watching, and then but when we started watching, it kind of like crept back up into pretty average Raw ratings territory, it hadn't got down to the bad, bad territory again. But I mean, hey, 2.3 that's pretty good. We'll see what it is next week. I mean, yeah, that's. Obviously, you advertised Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, um, a, b- a bunch of other people you had.
1: No, I mean, like, because I, I get what you mean when you, like, said earlier you were, like, you expected more, you know? Yeah,
0: like, okay, Hogan came out for, like, 30 seconds, come on. Like, and you had the first hour of Raw commercial-free, and Hogan was out there for 30 seconds.
1: Ric Flair had a short time, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, as much as I, as much as I love the current, as much as I love the current state of wrestling, which I don't love it at all, did I really need to see Sonia Deville, Alexa Bliss, the yeah, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair? Nah, really not. You could have given, you could have given me Miz TV with uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, and they could have just done a whole sit down segment. I would have, I would rather seen that. And then Hulk Hogan beats up a Jabroni. <laughs> That's what I would have wanted to see. Yeah, I, I yeah. I don't know, man. The Raw thirty should have been so much better,
1: honestly. Oh, it was still, it was still pretty good though.
0: It was, but I mean, come on you you had Hulk Hogan on the show, you had Ric Flair, you had uh, you had JBL, you had you had all these great people on the show. It's supposed to be good little, but, I don't know, man. Like even TNA back in the day got too. Even TNA got two million ratings when they put on. Uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on TV. Okay, so getting two mil with Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan ain't that big of a deal to me at this point. Like that's like the bare minimum (laughs) of what Hulk if you have Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on the same TV show should be getting advertised. By the way, advertised TNA just had Ric Flair pop up on TV that he wasn't even advertised (laughs) to get two million. He just popped up on TV.
1: You yeah. know, because they started advertising later.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because they advertised it all week. that, You know, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, the boys are going to be here. Surprised they didn't have the NWO there. That would have been cool. Um, even though Scott Hall has passed away, but you know, you still could have Kevin Nash there. I would rather have seen the NWO than just Hulk Hogan, or whatever. Like, I remember the, the last, like, real, like, Legends reunion thing I actually enjoyed was Hulk Hogan's birthday a couple... Like, this was years ago, too. Hulk Hogan's birthday. And this was leading up to Brock Lesnar versus Cena at a pay-per-view. And Lesnar came out during Hogan's birthday celebration. And Lesnar said, party's over, Grandpa. I just thought that was cool. Because, hey, we know Hulk Hogan can't beat up Brock Lesnar anymore at this point. So the fact that Brock's gonna come out here and shut down Hulk Hogan's birthday party and call him Grandpa, oh yeah, that's great. And then Cena came out and made the save for Hogan and the Legends, which is cool. Is I think that's the last like Legends reunion I enjoyed. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's birthday party. So I don't know, Brandon. Obviously, you enjoyed Monday Night Raw, which is good for you. But I, it was good, but not as good as it should have been. For me, at least. All right. No, so, are you excited to watch? So, are you excited to watch the Rumble on Saturday? I know I am. I'm going to watch. I'm excited because Cody's coming back. In case you didn't know, Cody Rhodes will be back at the Rumble. He's back.
1: Uh, yes. Yes.
0: Who do you think's going to win the Rumble? I got Cody winning. I got Cody winning the Rumble. Feel like that? I feel like. That's I a...
1: feel like... You know, knowing how this is all gonna play out. And since there's just so much hype with Cody.
0: So you're picking the Rock, is what you're telling me? You got the Rock as a surprise entrant coming back to win the Rumble? I got you.
1: No, I got I would probably go with the same thing you're going with. I'd probably go Cody.
0: Not gonna go Bobby Lashley or Omar?
1: No, I feel like I feel like Cody's more well liked. Yeah. It's not fun if
0: you pick the same person as me, Brandon. Come on, man. I'm just a big Cody fan.
1: Hey, I can't
0: hope it, you Okay, God. whatever. Brandon is Brandon's also picking Cody Rhodes. That's fine. Um, Are we going to watch AEW Dynamite? We I don't know, man.
1: When's that? Wednesday night. Oh, tomorrow? Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, okay.
0: No, I, I mean, A.W.
1: is, is someone else's at this point,
0: man. We, and we can actually review A.W. right after the show, too.
1: So, yeah. A.W. AW Dynamite,
0: that's on... Which... Yeah. TBS? Yeah, TBS. I hope Sammy Guevara is on the show. Let's see. Let's see what they have advertised for A.W. Dynamite real quick. A.W. Dynamite... Um... January 25th, Uh, let's see what they got planned for it, I don't know man, preview and cards, let's see what they got planned for AEW Dynamite tomorrow night, they have Darby Allen and Buddy Matthews going head to head. The acclaimed in the gun club, get family therapy, Brian Cage and Brian Danielson. Go ahead and hit to Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, and Britt Baker go at it. Okay. Uh Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Oh, of course. I'm not even gonna get to hear Sammy Guevara's theme song. That kind of sucks. Because they're just gonna come out the Jericho song. But now let me tell you, I love Sammy Guevara. That dude's a, that dude's hilarious in my opinion. He, he he's a real heel, man. People legitimately hate that dude and I love it. Yeah, it's a, that's hard to find in these days that people actually hate. That's something else. Fans actually hate you.
1: That's fun. Well, I don't know. I mean, because like the the Alphas or whatever, they're pretty hated.
0: Alpha Academy? Yeah. No, they're not hated. What do you mean? The fans cheer Otis all the time.
1: Well, oh, I mean, oh, then I guess it's
0: the Judgment Day is legit hated. Well, Dominic is. The rest of the Judgment Day isn't, but Dominic is legit hated by people.
1: Oh, the dude that like says like shit a lot.
0: Yeah, the dude is a convict. You know that
1: dude. Oh yeah, yeah okay, dude. like the dude like, like like. He likes to talk a lot of crap, though.
0: Yeah, you know, any time that Rhea Ripley, that girl, goes over to the dude's ear, that's Dominic. Yeah, uh,
1: she's he's weird.
0: Got some, he's got the mullet, my man Dominic. I always really love Dominic. He's hilarious too. In fact, if I could start a promotion, I'd put my t- I'd put my main title on Dominic, and I think I'd probably put my other title on Sammy Guevara. The dude has awesome theme music too. I'm about to send you Sammy Guevara's theme music. You can't tell me that thing done not slap. Uh, But anyways, uh, thank you for listening to this 3-Ball Podcast. Stay safe and peace out. Peace out.